So welcome to Education. I'm your host, Mendel Fiegelman, and today we're talking about magic in Judaism. All right, so for starters, does magic exist? So Judaism does believe that magic exists, and the thing is, it's not in a good way. So magic is known as being the opposite of purity. So there's purity, and then there's magic, which is the opposite. Pretty simple. And you could see a bunch of stories in history where there's like Judaism, Kabbalistic Judaism versus magic. So you could see how they're complete opposites. And you could see how magic, it's not really meant for use and it's frowned upon to use it. But not only that, it says in the Jewish law that you'll get the death penalty if you practice magic. So it's, magic is a big no-no in Judaism. Now the big question is, why? Why would God create magic in the first place if he created everything? Like, why is he creating the enemy? You're making it hard for yourself. Very simple. There's, there's kind of two answers for this. Number one, you got to have, it's, life isn't meant to be easy. Okay, you don't just do stuff. You, you got to have that little thing that, you, you're not, that you're supposed to not do, so you won't do it, so you'll get a reward for not doing it. For example, if you, if you see that thing you're not supposed to do, you don't do it, hey, boom, you didn't do it, good job, you get a reward. And stuff like that, well, it helps you grow and it's help, it helps you in life. So that's one of the reasons. Now, the second reason is it actually helps elevate his name. And basically, everything God does is, help, is meant for him to elevate his name. And you can you use it with a bunch of stuff. And even magic, it's actually out there to elevate his name. So let me give you an example. Let's go back to the, one of the most famous times magic was used in history. And that was by the times in Egypt by Pharaoh. So Moshe and Aaron come to King Pharaoh and they say, listen up. We want you to let our nation go because the Jewish people were enslaved and they didn't. They weren't really a big fan of those. And you know, God kind of sent them to stop that. Of course, he was like, "Nope." So what they did was they took a staff and they turned it into a snake to show him that you know we're, we're talking business. And as you can see, look what just happened. That's not that's not natural stuff. That's pretty dope stuff. And but Pharaoh wasn't impressed because turns out he's got some of his magicians. And turns out that Egypt at that time was the land of magic. Like that was one of its names. Of course it was like also the land of animals and a bunch of other stuff, but it was also the land of magic. So that didn't really really impress him because he got like 12 other magicians to do the same thing in a jiffy. The thing was, what happened next was pretty cool because after they all, after they all showed their magic and then they turned back into staffs, Moshe and Aaron's staffs swallowed everyone else's staff and so that even they couldn't do and that was like really cool because even they couldn't do that maybe like if a snake swallowed the snakes but a stick to swallow a stick that's physically impossible and that magic couldn't accomplish and there was an instance where God's name was elevated the thing is even after that Pharaoh didn't let them go that easy but that's a different story we'll get into later now after that you know they did a bunch of plagues to try to convince him to let them go. And, but of course, he didn't listen because he's like, yo, my magicians could do that too easily. Like, what's so cool? Until it came to lice. What happened was, everything turned into lice. Like, anything you could think of. And the lice covered the ground so much, it was over a foot high. So, you're not even stepping on the ground anymore, you're stepping on lice. And so when, when Pharaoh's like, yo, magicians, do what they're doing to, you know, to prove them wrong. They couldn't do it because the thing is, magicians can only do magic when they're standing on the floor. 
And when they don't have a floor to stand on, they can't really do magic. And so they couldn't do it. And not only that, but it turns out that magicians can only do magic for some... They can only create something that's bigger than a kernel of wheat. And those lice, they were the size of a kernel of wheat. In other words, they couldn't do it. Another instance where God's name was elevated. Now let me tell you even further in time. Now this is a really cool story, okay? So there's this magician who would continuously torture Jews from... He was in his castle and he would like... You know, he was like in one of those classic castles you see magicians in, you know, in this like tower of pain and all that stuff. And from his tower, he was torturing Jews, burning down their businesses and just, you know, physically torturing them from his place. And he was just ruining their lives and they didn't know what to do. So they went to their rabbi. So he summoned a man. This man was a very interesting man. Where did he come from? I'll explain. Basically, there were 12 tribes of Jews and 10 of them were separated by some king Long story, the point is, he separated them, there was like this river, he separated them over the river. So now there are some Jews there, and they're considered the lost tribes. And till this day, we don't know where they are. But those people, they knew where they are, and they traveled all the way there. And there was a whole bunch of stuff, there was like rocks that flew in and out of the river, and there were tons of stuff. That's not the point, the point is, they managed to get one of the people there, who was a very Kabbalistic person, and he brought he was brought back. And he had basically this big showdown between this Kabbalistic person and that magician. And they had a showdown, and of course the Kabbalistic person won. And that was the end of that magician, and he was banished and stuff. But the point is that you can see that God's name was elevated again and again just from magic. Because he didn't create magic, not only for it to be a test, but also to show, hey, I'm better than magic. To show he's better than everything. And you could see how Kabbalah is the opposite of magic. And I'm sure, I'm sure, of course, God has his own reasons for not only that, but I'm sure he has a bunch of other reasons. That's not the point. And there are a few more other topics I want to deal about, so there might be a sequel to this, a part two to this. We'll see. But for now, that's all we have for today. I'm Andrew Finkelman, and this is Education. Thank you.